Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Mental Facet. Tonight, I've got a businessman as a public speaker, a writer, one of the big four banks, business banker, Mr. B.U. Suits. Shelton, welcome to The Mental Facet. Thank you, sir. Thank you for having me. My man Patrick is going to be helping me co-host tonight. How are you going, brother? I'm good. Life blessed and highly favored, my guy. Oh, there we go. <laughs> like that. Amen. Yeah. Anyway, jumping on, man. So tell me, you've got a very interesting journey, to be honest. Um, you moved from Africa to Australasia. How was that for you? Um, I wouldn't say interesting. Uh, I'd say challenging. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, it's it's been good. Um, looking back, it's something that I wouldn't change. But whilst going through the transition from Zimbabwe to Australia, it feels like the world is closing in on you. It's it's tough because you're going to a place where you don't know anyone and you have no idea what lays ahead. So it's just you and this idea of Australia that you have in your head. But here I am. I made it through. <laughs> there we go. No, I think made it through is an understatement. Brother, how that journey of yours from being an immigrant to starting your own business, becoming a public speaker, writing on blog. You're not, you're not doing bad for an immigrant. <laughs> I'm going to say like how Jay-Z said, you're not doing bad for an immigrant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, if you say it like that, you know, when you hear it from someone else, then you realize, mm, I've made something of myself. But when you're from nothing, you know, you, you've got nothing to lose and you're going for everything that you possibly can. But what happens is when you're coming from nothing, the middle class looks great until you get there and then you realize there's a dirty secret. Talk about that one. Right? You had more freedom when you had less responsibilities, expectations and worries. This is when you have nothing. Yeah. The only thing better than being poor, I would say, is being rich. Middle class is a false gold. Most of the middle class is just poor. They just don't look poor because they've gone into debt to appear more well off than they actually are. All right. So um, <laughs> <laughs> that's heavy, man. That's heavy. <laughs> Let that soak in for a second. <laughs> Pretty much. I'm just positive. Like, so all right. Okay. Great. Um, <laughs> But as, and I think that's with you, I think you've got this rich mindset of yours. Mm. You, you've, you've viewed life that way. Mm. Is it now coming from your banking background where you see people coming in? Most immigrants, are called, I think we talked about it, we touched on Patrick, remember when we're saying people come to these countries, they're pushing to buy houses, they're buying these expensive cars. Mm -hmm. is, is that what you mean when you say like a middle class is a fool's gold? Yeah, somewhat. Um, but what I mean is, I've I, I learned this, I think, uh, through reading a lot. All right. Yeah. Right. Growing up, I I moved from one house to the next, and even though you moved from one relative to the next, you know you don't really belong. Yes. Okay. So it's just you yourself and your thoughts. All right. So in order to improve how I looked at life, I read a lot, and I still do. So in reading, it's this is when you realize that life is not what we make it. Yes, there's a class system, 
the poor people, uh, there's the middle class and the rich people, mm-hmm. right? And when you're growing up, you're told money is not important, right? As long as you, you know, you, you've got a career, you've got a job, you're good. And then you realize that <laughs> when you get to the middle class, yes, you've got a job, but you've got car payment, you've yeah. got a mortgage payment that you've got to do, you've got fees, you've got all these bills. So you say you're getting $2,000 a fortnight. How much is coming out of your account? And how long can you survive like that? You see, you're, you're losing more money than you're getting in. It's not sustainable. You're going to get in debt. And before you know it, <laughs> you're 60. Wow. And, and I think that that's, that becomes scary for me because I think for you, I think being, being a banker in the banking sector, you realize that people are living above their means, but because, and they get trapped in this credit society where the bank will give you a credit card, you know, and they're like, oh yeah, we paid back. We give you a house that you're going to own for, you've got 30 years to repay it. You've got a car that you just walk in a dealership. They're not going to really ask too many questions. Oh, you've got a job upgrade. How much do you get paid? Or this much? Or pick a car you want. But exactly. then people get trapped in this. The, this system. Yeah. <laughs> that is, um, when you started, it's amazing. Until you realize that you've been ripped off. And it's an <laughs> unending cycle of just payment after payment after payment. Wow. So, Jesus, so you're just living in, in, in debt because your phone you're paying for it at the end of the month, your car you're paying for it. Wow. Right. I'm, I'm just, <laughs> no, I've just thought about it. But what is that? What, why do people do that, though? But what would you think people actually live a life like that? in Because I've seen a lot of people and they're quite okay with it. Uh, never underestimate the consumptive power of an inner commitment to poverty. Do you right. think it's actually a commitment to poverty? It is because you see what happens is you know these things before you even start working, right? You're told go to work, but always, always live below your means, yeah. right? But because when you get to the middle class or when you get to a place where you can afford a little bit of nice things, you you sort of forget that this is not the end this is not the end so first you get you know you get your phone on a a plan on a plan right you've got an iphone it's amazing right and then you get a car people are like oh this is nice right and then now you've got a mortgage right and what people normally do is they then get into you know double shifts they're working three jobs and there's nothing wrong with that it's hard work it pays all the bills, but does it make you wealthy? We've been told this thing. Do we then go and apply what we're told? <coughs> Make sense? Yeah, no, it does. <laughs> and, you know, with people, we come here and this, I don't know if I want to call it, we've been sold a dream where it's like, oh, you know, Australia's great. Like what you said yourself, but you managed to shift the mindset and you didn't go into this credit society. What advice would you give for someone who's in the situation or someone who wants to pursue a career like yourself? Let's say I'm a student, I'm foreign and I just want to pursue a career like yourself. As long as you're not using debt to get assets, stay away from it. Stay away from it. It will ruin you and your your willpower. You, you're a psychologist, you know this. Uh, how people uh, balance their monies or how well a person's bank account is affects how they look on themselves. You know, 
when you don't have money in your account <laughs> you're easily irritable yeah. I, i i know i was <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right because you're constantly looking at okay how am i gonna get the next dollar where am i gonna get more money and that cycle continues as long as you've got debt because you owe people you owe the bank but you know if, if i'm gonna look at that and and think exactly how you put it across do you know what what scares me the most is nowadays people are doing their best to pretend to be rich then actually they're not but let's let's look at social people on social media people everywhere they are doing their best to pretend their life is great and i go back to that which is which i think is very bad for mental health mm-hmm. um but we are doing our best to be financially in debt so that we have social currency mm-hmm. in the form of likes and followers <laughs> Uh, my company is called BU, right? The idea, or one of the ideas behind it was in a world where conformity reigns, you know, be the exception. Right now, people are going in debt, people are doing A, B, and Z, right? Why do exactly the same thing and expect different results? Well, it's a form of insanity, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> in saying that, is there such thing in your mind as good debt there is all right um i think once you start having um assets from your debt that then pays the debt itself you're good all right you don't want the debt where you're paying from your paycheck on the road to success i don't think i've reached it yet but what i've learned is half the time you're worried about money okay so if you've got debt you're not going to think about okay how am i going to improve my business you're just concentrating on covering that debt yeah. right so if you the money that comes from your day job is going to pay for that debt you have no money to invest you have no money to spend on whatever you want to spend on so what do you do you go and get another debt to cover the other debt exactly right and the cycle what goes on and on and on and on so is there good debt yes there is as long as you're not paying it with your paycheck what brings me to a point where would you think is that's a reason why people give up or this is why people don't actually go after the life they want because i'm sure no one wakes up and says you know what i'm just going to decide to be in debt today and i'm going to have a very sad life <laughs> no 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 <laughs> everybody see everyone when they take out the first credit card or first loan they you know they've got a plan of you know how i'm going to pay back right but life is not linear <laughs> right there are emergencies that happen there are things that happen you may lose your job right and now you're not able to meet your obligations yes right and you're in trouble but i think people give up because it's hard nothing is easy being an entrepreneur is hard going to a day job is hard being unemployed is hard So it's just a matter of choosing which heart you want. Pick your poison and make sure you drink it well. Okay. <laughs> this this is subliminal. <laughs> Mystic. So I think I'll look at it this mysticism of nonsense rather of you, the moment you show up in a bank and they give you a credit card. You're already part trapped part of the credit society, right? And you're writing it. And and what you say you pick your heart. But what could be the cost of ambition in this place in this world where you've just said pick your heart what would be the cost of that ambition ambition oh there's a lot uh firstly your mental health all right when i started my 
first business in Australia, even at work, my, on my day job, I'm thinking about, okay, how am I going to improve this process that I'm doing on my side hustle? Yes. In school, I'm thinking about how to improve this business. And everywhere I am, even <clears throat> I became socially awkward. You know, like I can't, I can't go out because I just don't find value in having, you know, small talks. Right. Right. So if you're not careful, it will take a toll on your mental health. Yes. Right. But then at the same time, because you are, when you understand this, you guide yourself. Right. Right. When you've got, like I told you before, I said, you know, self image is a prison and other people are the guards. Right. Wow. So what then All happened? Right. <coughs> Let me explain that. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to sit back on this one. So I, I, I want to hear this. Yes. Let me explain it. When we view ourselves in a certain way, people start associating this image with us. So for example, if I say I'm a businessman, people expect me to be doing businesses. If I say I'm a banker, people expect me, you know, they're expecting me to be dealing in a bank. Yes. Yeah. Right? What then happened when I want to change? Let me bring it closer to closer to home. You hear people say, I'm a stoner. They like getting high. Yes. Right? So you identify this person as what? As, as a stoner. Yeah. Right? And when they want to quit, they come to you and they say, I'm trying to quit. The first question <laughs> or the first words out of majority of people's mouths is, but you're a stoner. You like getting high. Right, so now other people are now guarding you, are guarding this self-image. So now you are in this, you are in chains to this self-image that you had, that potentially was supposed to be used in the best way possible. Is this the same thing? Once a, always a. Oh. <laughs> 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 no, I'm just checking in because I think I'm getting the concept where, if you look at someone's mental health, you know, mm. it's. So we are becoming, and if I want to take this example to people who we see on, let's say, Instagram and social media, mm. you know, mm. they jump on every challenge that comes. Mm. This challenge, they're on it. The mm. other challenge, they're on it. Show money challenge, they're on it. Mm. Show your yard challenge, they're on it. Show your Lamborghini challenge, they're on it. Mm. Are we then enslaving these people to an idea we have of them as because they're influencers? Because most of these people are actually suffering on the background like what you said with mental health and mm. even like yourself mm. as you actually quickly looked at it and like hang on i'm becoming my self-image now become a prisoner because of this we i wouldn't say we are keeping them prisoners we we just self-guarding them you know what i mean like we're, we're the prison guards just enabling the whole process by just yeah, liking and yeah following. liking and, and asking questions you know have you ever had uh you know you want to change something or say you've got an outfit yeah but then you know, there's something about it that you just don't like, but you cannot what? Put a finger to it. And you know, you come out and you say to your girlfriend, Hey babes, uh, how do I look? And then she's like, Oh, oh my god, I love it. Yeah. Are you going to take it off? Alright. <laughs> you see you see <laughs> That's food for thought right yeah. there. Yeah. Mm. I'm not gonna change it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so it's. I think if you look at the mental facets, I think if you look at the sixth one when we talk about self esteem, mm. right? Mm. That's so hard to be because it's within. Because mm. my understanding, happiness is within. Mm. But I can see how you're coming in as 
and it plays as other people plays a part as well your environment because mm. if I say to Patrick yeah man you look good you know is it alright they, they feel good so I'm gonna leave it alone yeah we like we like compliments don't we yeah yeah we do yeah exactly that's really great exactly you see <laughs> yes and I think in that being said right mm. so is that where we put limitations that come from having set an image yes um the limitations to um you know being this brand you know we know we know coca-cola does soft drinks and all that imagine coca-cola trying to do alcohol you know are you gonna buy coca-cola alcohol alcoholic drink <laughs> i don't know why i'm laughing coca-cola vodka i'm not gonna lie if coca-cola knowing how good they are at marketing they could probably do anything <laughs> you see um but i think it's good to have a soft image right and i think every soft image you have serves a purpose in its season that uh, that means when the season changes you are allowed to change your soft image there was a time i was the hardest worker in the room and there was a time when i was the laziest person in the room if i identify myself as as the hardest worker it means i've got to put in the work I've got to be hardworking, yeah. right? But you need to know when to change from one self-image to the next. Does the room I'm in allow me to to be giving wisdom? I like that side of me, yeah. right? So you should you should you should be in a position where, however you identify yourself, you should allow yourself room to change based on the season that you're in. No, I think that. That's really pretty enlightening. And looking at it, I think maybe it's not that we are divided in the idea, but I think it's, it's honesty that are hard now. We, we actually become honest with ourselves. Um, I think most people are just, they're just rolling with it, to be honest. You actually sit down and say, Mike, where are you actually going with this? <laughs> so how, how would you, as, as a person who have done it, we, you've already done it, you know, you've established these businesses. How would you, if you're giving advice to someone who's never done it, they're trapped in this red race, they're in this dead system. How would you actually give them advice to say, I think these are the roadmaps to where you want to go? Um, firstly, I, d I don't think there is an easy roadmap to how um, to get to where you want to go. But I think some of the attributes that you would need, you need resilience. There are days when nothing makes sense, nothing is working, and you feel like quitting. Yeah. And don't. Keep going. In entrepreneurship, they call it, you know, the trough of sorrow. There's a period where it's just one mess up after the other, one mess up after the other, right? And as a person, you need to, I think one of the most important attributes any person can have is judgment knowing when to quit knowing when to persevere right without judgment you don't know when to <laughs> to quit or you know to persevere okay. right but if you've got judgment you know okay this is the time to work hard this is the time to slow down a bit this is the time to take care of my mental health this is the time to do abcd because you what you're a good judge right <laughs> exactly so that's one another one i would say you just you gotta be an idiot and like you really, gotta be an idiot you've gotta be an idiot right okay. because there are things that will not make sense on paper and the only way to prove 
that you're not an idiot after all is to go out and put in the work and see the results an idea in your head is just that it's an idea a behavior change in your mind is just that behavior change you haven't done the work but you see it's easy to improve on something that you've already done so put in the work start even with the dumbest of things start as it is right and then pivot if there's need persevere if you need to right but you've got to have something that is valid i think looking at from what you're saying i'm looking at society right now where people are starting businesses but it's more of people are killing themselves from this ambition that we're talking about or is it maybe they've got wrong understanding and when i say that you look at small business people Mm. that they're literally killing themselves the numbers are so high when you get to 15 percent 16 percent of suicide rates and then you look at them it's caused by business uh, people small businesses mm. where where are we going wrong with this i can't put a finger on where we're going with this but yeah. um i'd say no man is an island no. but he contains a universe inside of him mm. all right let me explain that no man is an island means ask for help yeah, yeah, yeah. right no one to ask for help no way to do it on your own right but you can only ask for help if you know within yourself that okay at this point i need help so take care of yourself because you you can one business can fail and you can go and start another one right so take care of yourself take care of your mental health let that universe that you uh, you have inside of you you know blossom you don't neglect it because you know when you start business it's easy to take care of the customers marketing and everybody else but yourself and sometimes it's draining sometimes take a break you need it right no that's it's very wise like I, I respect that idea because and i think you've said it rightly people see businesses and we just start pushing the next thing or oh, what's my next deal where do i get my next what am i giving my supplies but then actually forgetting neglecting yourself which i really think most of our listeners and businesses i think it's it's very important to take care of yourself your mental health you take care of yourself you take care of your family because i think one of the most important mental facets that i will present to you is your environment and the people around you you know building these relationships because they're important like what you said spend time with family spend time with friends don't be so consumed with this one big thing and with that um patrick did you have anything that you wanted to say for shit i was maybe i'm trying to figure out how to make this a question though but um is it essentially i guess we always see in society the idea of success potentially that is that poison that maybe we're all kind of or a virus that we're all infected with but it may be a double-edged sword is question mark. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a difficult question i'm gonna try my best to answer it success is different to every individual but the problem that i've seen is we lie to ourselves sometimes you get beginners like you know you go make one trade and you've got 20k now you think you're a trader because you've made <laughs> <laughs> right but I think when you take care of yourself, 
you are the business yeah. right i i used to tell people this that no matter what no matter where i go i'll make it it was cocky then it still sounds cocky now but it's just confidence exactly it's understanding that i'm able to go into a place learn about the place learn about the environment and still find a way of making it so it's not that uh, your businesses succeed your businesses will fail majority of small businesses fail but majority of entrepreneurs succeed so you're not your failed business it's okay to uh, to fail fail early fail fast learn from it pick yourself up and go on to the next one but if you have this one thing and you become a success you now start you know coming you're now coming back to self image you're saying ah I'm this successful business person you know I'm a millionaire now but can you repeat the process that got you to a million to go to 20 million to 100 it's everything you see if everything is taken from you are you able to do that I don't that, know if I've that answered right that. that mm, <laughs> I feel like you need to repeat that. We might have to edit it and put it on loop. <laughs> I like how you say that because I, I, nah, I honestly definitely subscribe to that. Yeah. Because I, I like how you, you know, I, I watched this, uh, I forget the name of the TV show where they put these billionaires in like a, a town in the United States that they had never been to. And when they dropped them there, they kind of made them look like they weren't really who they were. So they're in disguise. Mm. And all they had was a phone, a car and a little bit of money basically. And they basically had a I think a month or something like that to basically exactly like you said make themselves a million dollar idea or something. Mm. In a sense mm. it's the same, right? You you mm. you have that blueprint to keep doing it again. So exactly. Maybe that's exactly. a success. Yeah. So I think I think what I'm getting from that is it's that idea of if you have to understand that everything is within you. Mm. you are you are not your success but you make your success exactly and you can wherever you are like what you said and you've done that so so well where you move to another country you start off you build yourself and you're so confident in yourself not the environment or anything but it's this is me i make this happen mm. and this becomes the source of your happiness and your success exactly exactly and i think <clears throat> what i found is uh with happiness um i think everybody has a certain level of like happiness that they maintain if you fail today it might drop but in time it comes back to the best level yeah. right if you make more money today you're happy you know it might spike up but yeah. then it comes way back to the best level so take care of the base level which is the normal person that you you know you talk to not in a business uh environment or not in a banking environment the me that you find at my house 7 a.m. on a saturday morning right wearing a suit <laughs> no. I, i really feel this guy sleeps in a suit you know what i mean yeah i could tell i've seen him once hey, in a suit if, <laughs> if if i could i would i mean so it's amazing man so it's amazing so yeah And, and I, I love the journey and, and I, I looked at your business everybody comes with this name but then you came up with BU suits mm. Mm. I loved about it I was like hang on BU suits okay great why <laughs> 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 
Um, I get I get asked that a lot. Initially, I was looking for, and I was like, "Be worth it." I was like, "Oh no, it doesn't. It doesn't have that, you know, zing to it, right?" And I'm like, "Okay, so what are the attributes of water that I'm looking for, right? You put water in a box in a bottle, it's still water. If you put water in, <laughs> I don't know, in a flask or a different container, it's still water." So that was my my idea of saying, no matter the environment you 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 find yourself in, be yourself, right? Be so confident in your own capabilities, in your own abilities that you don't need to pretend to be someone you're not, right? So this is where the idea of be you um, comes from, right? And I find that when I'm in a suit. I can get into a place and talk out of my behind and you know mean it and i will have people listening right so that was the idea of you know getting people to a position where if you wear our suits you're that much confident in yourself that you don't need to pretend to be someone you're not with that i will say this is why we started this podcast to talk about people who have done it People understand the idea that it's who you are that creates the life that you want. Thank you very much, Mr. Shelton, for coming in. Thank you, sir, for having me. Ladies and gentlemen, Delph Shelton, Mr. BU Suits, who says confidence and your mental facet is what takes you to the life that you want. Thank you.